I know plenty of small business owners who struggle with how to price their products or how much to invest in advertising. I see people question whether they can hire someone to help or whether that conference is in their budget. And at the heart of all of these questions are the nitty gritty financial numbers behind all of our businesses. Now, unfortunately, we often get caught up in the sexier questions and forget to dive into the reports, if we even have the reports at all. You're listening to What Works, the show that examines what's really working to grow and run small businesses today. I'm your host, Tara McMullen. My business had been making well over $100,000 per year before I finally hired a great bookkeeper who could help me understand what was really going on with our finances. There is absolutely no shame in not having your bookkeeping and financial reporting figured out right now. But today is the day you need to start moving in the right direction if you want to experience more clarity and growth for your business. Today, we're continuing our What's Working series. This series features consultants, service providers, and software companies that help make small businesses work. They offer a bird's eye view across industries and business models to help us parse the trends and systems that are actually working for lots of businesses. In this episode, I'm joined by Caitlin Louvier from Bench, a hybrid bookkeeping software and service provider for small business owners. Bench's goal is to help entrepreneurs master their financial lives with highly personalized bookkeeping services. Caitlin and I talk about the difference between bookkeeping and accounting, what solid bookkeeping helps you avoid, and the top five numbers you should be tracking in your business finances. We also chat about the pros and cons of the options small business owners have to keep their books managed. This conversation is a valuable look at what's working to track your numbers no matter what kind of bookkeeping system you have. But if you're ready to level up how you manage your business's finances, you can support the work we do here at the What Works podcast by giving Bench a try. Go to explorewhatworks.com slash bench to start your free trial and get 20% off your first six months of bookkeeping. That's explorewhatworks.com slash bench or mention what works when you start your trial. Caitlin Louvier, welcome to What Works. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Let's start with the basics, uh, because I think that a lot of business owners often get confused between what's business or, what, or what's bookkeeping and what is accounting. So from your perspective, from Bench's perspective, what exactly is bookkeeping? Yeah, that's a great question. I think a lot of times we have clients coming to us that think they need one when they actually need the other or vice versa. Uh, So the way that Bench defines bookkeeping is really just the process of recording daily transactions in a consistent way. So this is a little bit different from accounting because it's much more transactional and administrative, and it's really based on recording what actually takes place in an account. So uh, transactions in versus transactions out. Uh, Accounting is more subjective. And this kind of analysis will really give insights based on the information that you get from a bookkeeper. So anybody that would file your taxes or use your bookkeeping information, they would really be doing your accounting work. Uh, So bookkeeping is really comprised of recording those financial transactions, posting any debits and credits, uh, producing invoices, uh, maintaining and balancing general ledgers and historical accounts, 
and then also administration work such as payroll. Uh, so bookkeeping is really just as complex as the size of the business. And then, of course, the number of transactions uh, that are being recorded on either a daily, weekly or monthly basis. Um, and yeah, that's kind of bookkeeping in a nutshell. <laughs> awesome. I think that's really helpful because, um, yeah, like you said, I think that a lot of people think they need one thing when they really need the other. Um, and that kind of leads right into the next question. And maybe the answer to this should be obvious, but I think for bookkeeping, so many small business owners kind of allow it to be on the back burner or it's something that they kind of do in haste, right? And do it themselves and just to get it done as opposed to really sinking their teeth into it or giving it to someone who can take time and care with it. So why is solid bookkeeping so important for a small business owner? I think this is a I think this is a really broad question because uh, there are so many reasons why bookkeeping is important to a business. Uh, the first thing that comes to mind for me is really saving time and money in the long run. Uh, you know, the more frequent that you are doing any kind of bookkeeping, you know, the better understanding you're going to have of what's going on within your business. You're also going to save yourself that time and hassle at the end of the year of spending that, you know, week or two weeks or however long throwing all those receipts together that you threw into that shoebox nine months ago um, and panicking about, you know, how much do I owe? I have no idea what's going to happen when I file my taxes. Um, so I think that just like sheer panic uh, mm -hmm. gets avoided. Uh, you can also reduce your tax bill. So when you know what kind of deductions you're eligible for, um, it really helps, uh, you know, at tax time when you do have to submit those and you can get those deductions. You're also just going to understand your business better. So you're going to understand different trends that are going on. You'll be able to see, you know, what products or services are performing well or maybe not performing, you know, as well. Another thing, too, that we find, especially on the expense side of things, is there'll be tons of clients that'll be paying for services or softwares or, um, you know, publications or things like that that they had no idea they were even paying for or fraudulent transactions that they didn't even know what mm. happened. Uh, so being able to spot those things straight away is super important. And doing um, some form of bookkeeping on a regular basis definitely helps you capture that. Um, and also just recognize how your business is doing. You know, Am I profitable? Am I not profitable? Can I go out and hire that other contractor or buy that piece of equipment? So these insights are super important to businesses that are you know, just starting up, but also businesses that are, you know, 20, 30, 40 years in the making as well. Yeah, absolutely. So you kind of hinted at this next question, but I, I'd love to spend a little bit of time there on, on these things specifically. What kind of problems have you seen, have you witnessed small business owners get into because their bookkeeping was non-existent or messy? Yeah, great question. Um, there are definitely a couple things that spring to mind. I think the first thing is, um, and this is more for corporations, you know, a lot of people don't know that being in a corporation, like you really need to keep things separate. Mm -hmm. um, and using your personal, uh, personal credit cards or personal bank accounts can definitely get you into trouble if you're not careful. Um, and a lot of people don't know that because they're not doing any kind of bookkeeping throughout the year. 
Um, another thing too is, you know, a lot of times um, business owners will go to try and get some kind of business loans mm -hmm. and they'll go to a financial institution or a private lender or something of that nature and they'll ask them for, you know, historical records. And oftentimes people think that bank statements will suffice in this case, but they really don't. Uh, they just really paint a very small picture of what's actually going on within the business mm -hmm. and not being able to have those kind of like those all in one, um, here's my bank account, here's my credit cards, here's my merchant processors, here are, you know, any other financial documents that you might need, um, really does kind of hinder that loan process. And unfortunately, that's really what we find uh, stops businesses from growing. Yeah, that makes a ton of sense. I mean, even for me on the, the both on the mingling business and personal finances and on the, you know, making sure you have clear reporting and and you know, being able to produce things for loans, I ran into that even just when I bought a house. So like let alone taking out a business loan, I was taking out a, a essentially a personal loan, a mortgage. And because I was self-employed and because I didn't have a partner who had, you know, W2 stubs, I had to give the bank all of the information and thank goodness I had a, I had solid bookkeeping then or I would not have gotten my loan and that would have yeah. stunk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So what are some of the numbers, that, the financial numbers that we should be tracking as small business owners? So definitely a couple of things spring to mind. Uh, the first thing is going to be your revenues. So what's coming in? You know, what products or services are profitable? How much are you making? Definitely important to know that. Um, on the flip side of that, how much are you spending? So what are your total expenses per month? How much are you paying, um, you know, for home office expenses? Uh, you know, any kind of office supplies, software, all these things really add up. And having a full view of what you're spending is super helpful. You know, you can cut back on areas that you didn't know you were spending a lot in. And maybe you can afford to spend a little bit more on some things that, you know, maybe you're not spending enough mm -hmm. in currently. Um, and then that brings us kind of to the, the last piece of that picture, which is really your net profit. So mm -hmm. after you bring all of your revenues in and you uh, purchase all of your expenses, what's left over? You know, are you profitable? Are you in the red? Um, so those are definitely three important things. Um, another two that are really important as well are your assets and your liabilities. So your assets, like what do you own? How much money do you currently have in the bank? Or, you know, do you have a car that you have that's, you know, the, an asset of your business, mm. different things like that. And then of course, liabilities. What do you owe? Do you have credit cards? Do you have a mortgage under the business name? Do you have any loans or leases? Things like that. All super important things to track and something that having a, a more regular bookkeeping solution in place will definitely help you keep track of. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad you brought up the assets and liabilities. I think that's probably something people don't think about on a regular basis. Um, yeah. But yeah, and and important on the other numbers as well. You know, I'm constantly surprised how many people do not know how much money their business is making, let alone how much it's spending and let alone how much of that is left over. <laughs> Absolutely. I think that's definitely one interesting thing that we find uh, in our onboarding process. So when new clients come to us and want to come on board with Bench, one of the biggest questions that we ask them is, if you were to think of an average month of expenses, how much would you say you're spending? 
And some people are bang on. They know exactly what they're spending, you know, give or take a couple hundred dollars. And other people will give us a certain number. And then once we actually do that, that free trial month, um, it'll come back. And, you know, I've seen it as high as, you know, their guess is 50,000 and it comes back at like 250,000. Oh my word. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty interesting to see, you know, what those numbers really are. And, you know, just because you don't know this doesn't make you a, a bad business owner, Um, but it's just, it is amazing how much stuff there is to know being an entrepreneur. And sometimes these are the things that kind of just get left by the wayside. Yeah, absolutely. And I think they're often the things that we end up then feeling very shameful about, or we do feel like we're a bad business owner. And it's nice to hear someone that's actually, you know, you work in this industry saying, no, this doesn't make you a bad business owner, but we can also make you better. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So uh, on that note, you know, I think plenty of people know how to spend money. Plenty of people know how to make money, but I think there's very few business owners out there that are really good at keeping those things in balance and maintaining a really profitable business, not just a business that makes a lot of money or that spends a lot of money, but actually has money left over at the end of the month. So what do you think is the biggest challenge small business owners face when it comes to maintaining and increasing their profitability? I think a lot of business owners are in a a very weird position when it comes to like increasing their rates for their products or services. Mm -hmm. Uh, They definitely walk a fine line between worrying that it's either too expensive or too inexpensive. Um, But in order to do your best work, you really need to know, uh, you know, what you deserve to be charging. Um, You know, what is your product worth? What is your service worth? It's super important to know that. And the one way to figure this out is like, okay, how much admin does it take me to run my business? Like if I were to sit back and take a look at what I'm spending on a monthly basis versus what I'm making, does that seem to, does that seem to make sense? Um, So yet again, coming back to that regular bookkeeping practice, recognizing, you know, where are my, my top grossing products or services? Like what makes them so successful and how can I translate that into other products and services that I offer as well? You know, are some products and services not doing quite as well? Am I charging too much? You really don't know unless you're, you're having that overall view of what's going on within your business. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Okay. So you have really well made the case for why bookkeeping is important at this point. And I think that, you know, most people, People understand that regardless of how much they have invested them, their time or money in it in the past. So let's take a look at what our options are for making sure that we have quality bookkeeping, regular and consistent bookkeeping, as you've been saying, in our businesses. So what options are there out there for bookkeeping for small business owners today? And can you kind of go over the, the pros and cons of each? Sure, absolutely. So the first one is really kind of a a do-it-yourself bookkeeping solution. So this would be something like a QuickBooks or a Wave platform, or just as something as simple as even an Excel spreadsheet. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the pros of something like this is it really does offer quite a broad set of features. So not only can you do, you know, the general bookkeeping in these platforms, but oftentimes you can do things like bill pay, invoicing, uh, payroll. So it really allows you to kind of customize what you want to see. On the flip side of that, 
because it offers so much, there really has to be a an advanced level of accounting knowledge that that comes with the person who's doing it. Um, it's super easy to make mistakes. It's really easy to set things up incorrectly from the beginning and, you know, go two, five, 10, 20 years down the road and, and not really have an understanding of, of why you're doing things incorrectly. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, of course, you know, your time commitment increases with how you know, busy and how profitable your business is getting. Um, so a lot of people think, okay, I'm going to pay, you know, $30 for a bookkeeping software. That seems very affordable. But what they don't really recognize is, is just how much time it takes. So for a freelancer, for example, if they were to, uh, you know, charge out $100 an hour for their time and they spend eight hours a month on bookkeeping, that's like $800 (laughs) of their time that they could be, you know, making revenue on um, instead of actually doing their bookkeeping. So there's definitely pros and cons to uh, to that one. Uh, The second alternative would be some kind of an online bookkeeping solution. So something like Bench, for example. Uh, the pros of this is that it pairs uh, both a very intuitive software element with actual human connection. So we have bookkeepers that actually do the books um, and we pair it with our in-house proprietary software. Uh, it allows for responsive support and very secure logins. So same uh, security as all of the major banks. A con of of this kind of a solution is it's obviously going to be a bit more of an upfront cost Mm -hmm. than doing it yourself, Uh, but it is 100% tax deductible. So anytime you're paying somebody to do your books, that is a a tax deductible write-off that you'll get at, at the end of the year. Yeah, awesome. Any other options? Yeah. The last one would be more of a traditional in-house or local bookkeeper. So this is really for those businesses that become big enough that they can really opt to hire either hire somebody in-house or just look for somebody locally. Um, obvious pros to this is it more it does provide more of a, a face-to-face solution and obviously a little bit more customizable because you are getting that one-on-one human interaction. Mm-hmm. Um, the cons are that it can often use quite outdated technology. So a lot of times uh, it's not something that you can just log into and take a look at. Uh, if your bookkeeper or your accountant were to ever go away or be sick for whatever reason, chances are that work's probably not going to be uh, kept up. And it's also generally really expensive. So oftentimes we see local people charging anywhere from about an hour to even $200 plus an hour. And it becomes much harder when they can't really give you a sense for how long it's going to take them to do it. So quoting you would become increasingly harder. Yeah. I know another thing that I've found with our members and our listeners when it comes to sort of a traditional bookkeeper is that they're often not familiar with the kinds of business models <laughs> that businesses like, yeah, that uh, like ours kind of operate in. They're, they're not actually entirely sure how to categorize expenses or what all of the different opportunities might be. And so I think 
while it's awesome, like you have to be really wary about that kind of option too, even though it seems like it might be the more credible or more, or, you know, even just the more expensive option, it's got to be the best, right? Not necessarily. Um, Since, obviously, since you're a representative from Bench, I'd love to hear a little bit more about Bench as an option um, and the kinds of support that you guys give to your clients as you as both as you onboard them and sort of on a recurring basis because from a business model perspective I love this idea of hybridizing software and personal attention um, but at the same time like I don't necessarily know what that looks like from the inside so can you give us sort of an idea of how an average client relationship uh, with you guys kind of works Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So every client that comes to Bench goes through the same process, which really comprises uh, our free trial. And what this looks like is it's not your typical 30-day free trial because it is a month's worth of work that we are doing. But once we get the documentation that we need, we can actually complete it within about one to two days just so that clients can get a really quick understanding of, is this going to work for me? Is it the solution that I'm looking for? So in this onboarding process, what we do is we link you with one of our uh, onboarding specialists. They will gather all the relevant documentation that we need to complete one month of historical books. So this is going to be bank statements, credit card statements, merchant processor reports, payroll reports, loan or lease documentation, et cetera. All of the information that we get, it's all PDF read-only information. And we can get this either by creating uh, a link directly through the Bench platform, or we can create some kind of external third-party logins on whatever provider's website we need to as well. Um, As I mentioned earlier, it is all bank-grade security, so we take it very, very seriously. Um, Everything is kept private and confidential. And then once we have all that documentation, we upload it into the client's bench account so everybody has their own unique login. And then we take that one to two business day turnaround time, we get the client back on the phone. And what our onboarding specialists do is they actually walk them through this full month of financials. So making sure that we have everything categorized correctly, that we know exactly what kind of business they're running so that we know what kind of deductions they can be getting, things like that. And then once they actually do decide that they wanna come on board, they're introduced to their bookkeeping team pretty quickly. So within about the next one to two business days, they'll have their welcome call. And this is just to provide them with their bookkeeper's name, phone number, email address, things like that. But on an ongoing basis, they do have the ability to actually message their bookkeeper right in app as well. So this can be done on either the desktop app or we also do have an app for iPhones too. And they have constant access to this account. So if they ever need to log in to download anything because they're going to the bank to get a loan, they can do that 24-7. They can message their bookkeeper to ask any questions. But we do encourage them at least once a month to actually get on the phone with their bookkeeper. So once we've completed the monthly financials, the bookkeepers do reach out and they say, hey, we've completed your financials. Let's get on the phone so that we can actually review them. And this is a really great opportunity for business owners to understand where their money is being spent, where they're making money on, to ask any questions of their bookkeeping team. Uh, so we're, we're, not, um, we're not going to be like a, a, a tax 
advisor mm-hmm. solution. But of course, there is a certain level of consultation that comes with the kind of work that we do. And our bookkeepers here work with thousands of clients. Um, so they have a very good understanding of you know business acumen um, and, and bookkeeping practices, which definitely uh, translates to all uh, new clients that we bring on board as well. And then at year end, what we're also doing is providing our clients with what we call a year end financial summary. And this is really kind of like the, the golden ticket because it provides their CPA or tax preparer or even themselves, if, if they are the ones filing their taxes, all of the information that they're actually going to need in order to go and file those taxes. So monthly, they're going to be getting some visual reporting and then also uh, more in-depth reports like an income statement and a balance sheet. And then at year end, we put all of that stuff together so that tax time is super easy and and seamless. For that them. sounds fantastic. <laughs> um, what are some of the things, as we start to look uh, to wrap up here, what are some of the things that people are asking their bookkeepers on a regular basis? Yeah. So a lot of times it's something as simple as, you know, it looks like this transaction was posted twice. Do you have any idea where both of those came from? And the bookkeepers will explain it. Um, Sometimes it'll be something like, you know, I am a freelancer and uh, when I'm on the road, I do a lot of traveling um, and I I eat when I travel. Are these deducted at a different rate than normal Mm. meals and entertainment? Um, So it's a lot of different things uh, that, you know, people are asking on a regular basis. And any time that we provide any advice, um, you know, we're providing it as bench. But we ensure that clients do have some kind of uh, CPA relationship or accountant relationship in case there are any questions about, um, you know, setting up a different entity structure or things like that that are just a little bit out of, outside of our wheelhouse. Yeah, that makes a ton of sense. Thank you for that. I mean, I think people don't realize... I think sometimes the resources they have at their disposal, especially when they're working with a company like Bench or, you know, their web host or whatever it might be, and they just forget to ask, you know, they're they're wondering about something or they think, oh, I wonder, you know, can I do this? Can I do that? And then they will Google it till the cows come home, but they won't ask the person that can give them an answer. Uh, So it's good to hear that, you know, that kind of availability is there and that asking questions like that, whether you're using Bench or you're using another accounting solution, that's a good idea. Do that. Ask those questions anytime you have a problem instead of Googling all the live long day and wasting your time. (laughs) And the other thing too is, is, you know, this is part of the service. It's included. So whether a client talks to their bookkeeper 10 times a month or once a month, it's the same flat rate that they're paying on a monthly basis. So that's why we say, you know, as you said, use those resources, take advantage of them where you can. Yeah. Awesome. So how can we learn more about getting started with Bench? Yeah, so uh, everybody is free to go to our website, which is bench.co. All of your listeners will get a free trial and 20% off of their first six months if they do sign up. So there is a a unique link that I'm sure you'll be passing on to them. I'm sure it certainly will. 
Yeah. And uh, they'll be put in touch with one of our uh, very, very wonderful onboarding specialists who will make sure to uh, to hold their hand and, and walk them through the setup process, which um, may seem daunting, but I promise it's not. Uh, and once that, uh, once that initial setup is, uh, is done, the, the going forward is much, much easier and completely hands-off. Wonderful. Caitlin, thank you so much for shedding some light on a subject that we often like to forget about, which is bookkeeping, <laughs> and really just showing us how important it is to have a, a good look at our numbers. Of course. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. It's been, uh, it's been great chatting with you. Find out more about how Bench can help you run your business by the numbers by going to explorewhatworks.com slash bench. You can get started free of charge, plus you'll receive 20% off your first six months of personalized bookkeeping, and you'll be helping to support what works. That's explorewhatworks.com slash bench, or mention what works when you start your trial. This episode was produced and edited by Sean McMullen. Our theme music is by The Shrugs. Find over 200 candid conversations with small business owners at explorewhatworks.com. <laughs>